Welcome to season three of the Fit Farming Food Mom podcast. I am Connie Nightingale, a former bodybuilder, certified personal trainer and nutritionist with an extreme passion for functional health and fitness. There is a huge problem these days with the standard health narrative. The current allopathic medicine, fitness theories, and nutrition guidelines are completely missing the mark. Through this podcast, I have been able to get uncensored, unfiltered knowledge out to the masses to help anyone. No matter if you're an average Joe or an elite athlete, I want to provide you with valuable knowledge to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Remember, the best way to support this podcast is leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes and sharing with your friends and family or tagging me in your stories or posts on social media. Let's get this health movement out to others. Thank you so much again for joining me. Now let's get to the show. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode. I'm really excited for today's talk with Tim James. This is a really engaging episode and I think you're going to come away from it with so many pearls because he's got so many things in here that he throws in. He throws in all sorts of mindset and stuff about taking care of yourself as well as informs us about chemicals and toxins that might be sneaking in without us even knowing it. So this is a really amazing episode. Tim is the founder of The Chemical Free Body. And so basically he is for 13 years been hacking his body and learning about microtoxins and health and he's going to share all of his experiences with us on the podcast today. So I'm really, really excited for this episode with Tim James. All right, Tim, I'm super, super excited to have you on the show because you have a lot of knowledge on some of these things that are sneaking into our systems without us even knowing it, which is kind of a hot topic, really. I mean, we get exposed to so many chemicals and toxins and all of the things that we don't even know we're being exposed to. And I know people on the show have heard me talk about it many times in beauty products and our water that we drink, all the things. But today you and I are going to dive a little bit into your story and talk about all sorts of, of the same buzzword, which is chemicals and toxins. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to talk about this too. It's um, I mean, I actually named my company after it chemical free body because of that. It was a realization that I had um, about nine years ago. I mean, I was aware of it 11 years ago, but it finally really hit me. And I would suggest everybody today, my goal today is that, you know, I want to inspire you. If you're stuck, if you like wanting to lose weight or get your energy back or you're dealing with a disease, whatever it is, you know, maybe you've got Hashimoto's or Graves disease or, you know, fibromyalgia, MS, cancer, whatever it is, you have some autoimmune disorder, colitis, Crohn's, your guts. I mean, because you're going to hear my story and I was a freaking mess. Okay. I was a mess on the standard American diet. I was lost, confused, in fear mode handing my power over to other people. And the only solution was take this pill or drink this chemical concoction. And I was just like, mm, I just stayed away from it. So when you're, but here's the thing, go look at this up when you're done listening to this episode, umbilical cord chemical, umbilical cord chemical, there's three things. And you're going to see these studies going back to 2005. Now Connie's laughing. So she must've already talked to you guys about this because it's really you haven't? <laughs> no, but I was going to say, hey, let's touch on this today because I know you're about it. <laughs> well, and I want to just touch on it and we'll bring it back because it's so important because for me, the awareness is key. It's key. So repetition is the mother of skill. So we're talking about now. We'll bring it back later after my story. It's part of my story, actually. It's a big part. So you, you look up these three words, umbilical cord chemical, and you're going to see that the researchers and scientists, they, they looked for the in the umbilical cord blood of young babies and mothers, supposedly the healthiest of all of us, right? 
in the blood serum. And guess what? They looked for 400 toxic chemicals and they found 71%, 250 of what they were looking for. And 180 of those cause cancer in humans. 212 cause developmental and brain disorders. Now, this has been going on for a long time, right? And it's pervasive. Now, it gets worse. But remember, at the end, we're going to give you solutions, lots of solutions. So I, I don't want to put people in fear mode, but we, we have to have the awareness, right? So you have all these chemicals floating in your blood. And I was like, oh, my God, the older we are, the more time we've had to bioaccumulate these toxins in our blood, our fat, and our muscle tissue, we're all polluted. That was my realization nine years ago. So, but it, it's actually worse because when you test the blood serum, actually in the fat and muscle tissue, the concentrations of these toxins are 500 to 1,000 times more concentrated in the tissues. So those tests were a small reflection of what our body is really holding on to. We are like sponges. We are like a biological sponge, a carbon-based sponge. And we are part of nature. We are an expression of nature. Some people think that we're like, we, we're, this is where our problems are, Connie. We, we're disconnected from nature. Oh, I live in nature. I live with nature. No, you're freaking nature. What's your body mostly made of? Water. Where do you get that? Nature. What's in your gut? You have these things called microbiome or bacteria. Well, guess what? There's the same ones. A lot of them are the exact same that are in the soil, the soil microbiome or the soil bacteria. That's nature too. We're nature. And when you, when you die, if somebody cremates you, what's left? A bunch of minerals. Where do you get that? The soil. Nature. We are nature. And we're disconnected from our source, just like an ant colony, right? The ants individually are not really an organism. They die besides themselves. They just don't have a skin wrapped around them like our cells do, right? But if an ant wanders off, the ant dies, right? And we're kind of like plugged into the ecosystem. We wander too far away from the mothership, and we get sick, and we die. Just it's a slower process because our bodies are resilient. We have the self-contained deal, right? So it's about quality of life, and that's what I learned because my quality of life was really, really poor, Right. So the awareness of having this stuff is like, where's it all coming from? How can I stop putting it in the best of my ability? And then what can I do to get it out? All right. So that's kind of the, the mission today. Hopefully, if everybody wants to sign up for that, it's a challenge. We it's the chemical free challenge. We want to get the, <laughs> want to learn about these things. We want to get them out. Right. Because you're going to feel better. And I tell you what, I at age 37 was a mess. I'll tell you about it in just a moment. But I'm almost I'll be 49, Connie, in, uh, in about four months in June. And I literally feel like I'm 18. Like I'm going to go trail running today. I'll probably run four, five, six, seven miles up and down these rocks and stuff. And, and, you know, I took my 19 year old son with me last year on one of these runs. And I said, Hey, look, you know, I, I know you work out a lot, but this is different. So if you get tired, just let me know. And we'll stop and walk. He's like, get out of here. Let's go. Shut up, dad. You know, it's like, okay, we got running. We got about three miles in. He's like, okay, all right, hold on a second. <laughs> He's like, I can't believe it. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you're kicking my butt. He's like, you're old. And I'm like, hey, man, you know, I, I work on myself on a cellular level. I've removed all the garbage that you're putting in yourself when you go to Panda Express and McDonald's and stuff. So, you know, he's got some stuff on a micro level weighing him down. He's got some microscopic baggage that he can't see and he doesn't know about. But I'm aware of it and I've removed it and I continue to remove it. And I've taught other people to do it. And when people do this, it's, it, it's, it's like the missing link for a lot of people, Connie. They're like, I've tried. We usually get the people that come in. I've been to all the doctors. I've tried everything. I'm like, well, if you've tried everything, you'd be well. You haven't tried everything yet. Have you tried about detoxing? And they're like, huh? You know, and some people think they have, but most people haven't done any types of detoxing. And 
you know, it's kind of an important thing. You don't just put good fuel in a car if it's not running right. You just, you got to take it into the shop and you got to flush out the engine, flush out the transmission fluid, new spark plugs, new fuel filter, all that kind of stuff. Um, maybe I should have done a different analogy, but anyway, um, you have to, you have to remodel it, right? You have to put some effort into it, but nobody gave us an owner's manual. Okay. So how did I get into this? Well, it, it was just, I fell into it. Okay. It was just, I was lucky. And, um, I actually grew up on a farm in Eastern Oregon. So I had a lot of common sense growing up. We raised Hereford cattle, um, grass and alfalfa hay. We were hunting and fishing all the time. And, um, you know, I was bucking hay and, you know, doing all that deal. I put myself through college cutting firewood. I was, I was not afraid of working. I enjoyed being out in nature. I was in the woods all the time. We had a massive, huge garden growing up. And uh, even as a kid, I hated weeding. But when I got done and I looked at that perfect row of strawberries, I was like, there was some satisfaction there. So I was learning a lot of good skills as a kid growing up. And um, let's fast forward now. And oh, by the way, I played baseball at a high level too for 30 years. So I was an athlete and I was always into like, what can I do to get stronger, faster and compete and, and win, right? So that was that mentality. But at age 37, I found myself 42 pounds overweight. I had developed a huge patch of uh, dried, cracking, bleeding eczema on my left knee. It was very painful. If I bumped into a coffee table, it was like somebody, you know, jabbing you with a knife, uh, you know, ice pick or something. It was very painful. And um, you'd be surprised what you bump your knee into. You don't notice it when there's no pain down there, but you bump it a lot. And then eventually my elbows got eczema and they were cracking and bleeding and my you know, pants were sticking to the blood. And then I, as a financial advisor, my white shirts, I couldn't wear them anymore. I'd stain them and it's gross. So I was wearing black shirts and, you know, going to the dark side. And uh, anyway, um, it was painful though. And what I noticed was, is that when I'd go to the beach or something, I found myself not wanting to take my shirt off. Not because I was overweight because pretty much everybody else around was too but it was because my skin looked weird and white and chafy and bleeding. And I was, so for this outgoing individual that was always running around talking to everybody, my world was imploding. I was like, my universe was shrinking. I wasn't expanding anymore because I was rotting from the inside out literally. And that's why my skin was rotting on the outside because I didn't know how to take care of my internal organs, my blood. I, I had completely clueless. Nobody had ever told me anything about this stuff. So I had acid reflux really bad. I was eating Tums and Rolaids 24-7. It got worse. Then for two years when I pooped, blood would come out like every time. And I was like, God, I hope that goes away. And I just kind of head buried in the sand. I mean, I went to the doctors. They wanted me on Prilosec. They'd give me medications. I'd look at them and then I'd read the side effects. And I'm like, wait, this is supposed to help with my acid indigestion or my gut issues, but it's going to cause increased gambling, suicide, um, numbness, just weird stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not doing this. So, you know, I even bought the, I was so desperate. I actually went and filled the prescriptions a couple of times, but I never ate them just because I couldn't even pronounce stuff. So that was the smartest thing I ever did, but I still didn't know what I was doing. Right. So finally on a vacation in Northern Peru out in the ocean, I'm doubled over in pain. They thought it was because of, you know, motion sickness, but I'm like, no, I've been on the ocean. I fish this is not. And I had to get, uh, we were up in Tumbes, which is just South of Ecuador. One plane flight in and out of there a day. We missed the plane flight by an hour. Um, my wife's dad was with us. He's a medical doctor. He says, we have to, we have to get you to hospital for surgery. You're gonna, you could die. So they rented a van. and We drove six hours in the middle of the night down this bumpy road to Piora in the, in the coastline of Peru. And it is the most horrible experience of my life. Every single bump was like somebody jabbing me with a knife and punching me in the gut. It's like bump, 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 all the way. Just bam, bam six hours of this, I'm, a, I'm completely exhausted. My clothes are completely soaked. Even the money, the paper money in my wallet 
sweat. I was so I was sweating so much. It was the most horrible. I, I mean, I, I'm here. I'm thinking I'm going to die the whole time, and it's like I'm getting stabbed in the gut for six hours. And then I get there, and they're talking Spanish 100 miles an hour. I'm in this third world country in this low grade hospital. There's bugs flying around me in the lamp in the examination room, and I'm like, oh, this isn't good. So they he talked to him, doped me up, put me on a commercial plane flight. You're not supposed to do that. Flew me into Lima because he wanted his surgeons. He's on the phone coordinating all this. And I went right into surgery and I spent the rest of my vacation recovering. Then my wife wheelchaired me back in the United States um, to, you know, make the plane flight on time. I wasn't completely recovered yet. And that, that thing was a shocker for me. And I learned two important lessons. Number one, I don't ever want to have surgery again. And thank God for the surgeons. This is where Western medicine shines. They do a really good job in crisis care. Western medicine was born out of war and crisis care, fixing blown off arms and gunshot wounds you know, somebody getting shrapnel and that kind of stuff. So that's awesome. Thank they saved my life, but for taking care of people's health for, you know, the, you know, the stuff that's like chronic complete failure. And it's just look around you don't, I know you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out it ain't working. We're the sickest human beings have ever been on the face of the planet. Okay. The system is broken. We have to get back to nature. We have to take responsibility for our health. That's what I want to empower people to do is like be your own doctor, self-healing, learn this stuff. Come on, Connie show, listen to these guests and try stuff out. You have to have first person experience. No, don't take my word for it, but go get it. You have to try it. You have to do it that way. You know, otherwise you can't make a decision on stuff. That's why I hate. Like if I make a recommendation to a client and then their, you know, their care provider says, oh, that's, that's no good. And they've never even tried it themselves. It's like, what are you doing? Like, you don't even know what you're talking about. Like you have zero experience with this yet. You're going to pass judgment on something that you don't know. So the listeners don't pass judgment on anything. I'm, I've learned to become an open book. All I know is I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I have to be open-minded. The more open-minded I've been, the healthier I've gotten. So anyway, so the other thing that I learned from that lesson was that my poor health doesn't affect just me. It affects everybody else around me. And, um, you know, it's kind of the thing. Like if, if you're not healthy, eventually a wheel falls off and you can't take care of the kids. You can't take care of your husband or your wife. And you can't take care of your parents. You can't do the whatever you're doing. And it's not really a good example for the kids either. So my thing is like, I want to teach people to put themselves first, period. Mama bear shows baby bear where the salmon is in the fall and the berries are in here and there's grubs in there. Oh, there's a big male bear run. Let's get out of here. That's not safe. Are you running all fighting or whatever? Right. So showing baby bear the ropes. We want to show our children and our grandchildren the ropes. We want to show them by example. And the best permission slip that you can give your kids for health and being happy is to be healthy and happy yourself. That's it. And then they're going to, they're going to model you. So I want to give you that permission slip today to put yourself first and follow your excitement and your, jo your joy because that is so important today. So anyway, so all that stuff, and I'm still a mess. Like, I still don't know what to do. So my buddy <clears throat> Charles then gets diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which is supposedly this incurable uh, blood cancer. I couldn't even pronounce the thing literally for almost three years. It was a complicated, you know, long word. And, and he says, hey, um, I'm going to go to the Hippocrates Health Institute in West Palm Beach, Florida, because they don't really have anything for me up here at the hospital, except wait around and hope they find a cure. And then they put you on a bunch of experimental drugs. And he goes, that's not in the cards for me. So Charles was an entrepreneur. He was a business type person. And he's like, I, 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 got, I got to heal myself. I got to figure this out. So he broke free of society's conditioning. He went, took charge of his life. And he asked me to go with him. I'm like, dude, whatever you need, I'm there. I'll, I'll back you up. Now, this is coming off of my grandma dying of brain cancer, 
glioblastoma. My aunt died of lung and melanoma skin cancer. My mom took care of her. It was a horrible, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good death. I mean, it was just like, this is painful stuff. This is heart-wrenching stuff. This is the real stuff that's happening all over the world today. And, and then a good buddy of mine, Clay Mahoy, died of stomach cancer at age 40. So now, you know, when it's people that are older, you think, oh, they die of something or whatever. You know, it's just kind of life. But now this dude, Clay, dies, and he's like my age. And now Charles has got it. And I'm like, whoa, I'm, I'm kind of concerned about myself, but now I'm focusing on him. So we go to Hippocrates, and day one at that institute, my acid reflux is gone. Um, a couple of days into it, we did a class called Internal Awareness, and it changed my whole life, my whole life, because I got it. And this doctor comes out and he's very fit and his skin's very amazing. And he just turned 50, Dr. Scott Josephson, look him up. He's a cool dude. And he was a bodybuilder and so is his wife. And they're just super fit. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I just turned 50. And I was like, what? You look like you're 40. Like, so that was kind of the theme there. All the people at that Institute kind of look 10, 15, 20 years younger than most of the folks out there. And I'm just like, this is amazing. In fact, the director, he's like 70 now something. He looks like he's 45. So it's ridiculous, right? So I'm like, okay, but I'm a skeptic. How could this little podunk place help people with cancer? We've got millions and billions of dollars and race for the cure and our best minds are on the, pro on the project, right? I don't think, I don't, I'm not buying it. So I got a notepad. And I'm running around taking notes, talking to people. And in this class, this doctor was, the point was, he said that the average person, now this is the first part of getting, literally getting crap out of you is carrying around six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in the colon. Think about this. Now, this is a very high acid, low oxygen environment created by all this waste matter. It's not supposed to be in there. And what I was told is that our colon is a waste removal system. It's not a storage tank. But because we're not drinking enough water, which is one of the main things, because where does your body go to get water first? The colon. And if it's drying out the colon all the time, because I know 95% of people listening, maybe not in this podcast because Connie's helped you, but 95% of people in the world are not drinking enough water. So it's a big deal. Like not enough water could be the difference between you finding your car keys or hunting around for 10, 15 minutes. It literally lowers your IQ. But if your brain needs water, it's going to go to the colon. If your lymphatic system, the garbage removal system needs water, it goes to the colon. If the cardiovascular system, your blood needs water, it goes to the colon. So the colon's dried out, and the Royal Society of Medicine said that 85% of all disease starts in the colon. I've been at this for 11 years, Connie, and I completely agree with them. It, it's the epicenter. The driving engine of your life is your digestive tract and your organ system. So we have to clean this mess up. So, But they were trying to sell us on a colon hydrotherapy or um, colonic. Are you, are you familiar with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for, I wasn't. So for those listening, if you're not don't know what that is. I didn't. It's you set on a tube rectally. Sounds okay. Sign me up. And um, water goes in and out of your uh, colon for about an hour gently and it cleans you up. Now, I know a lot of you are thinking, I'm never going to do that. And that was my thought process too. I elbowed Charles and said, dude, I came here to help you, but there ain't no way that's happening. Okay. It's not going to happen. Like, so I was closed minded and I had ego and I was, I was in fear mode. I was kind of scared. I'm like, I don't want somebody touching me down there. That's kind of weird. Nobody ever done that. You know, my mama told me to like, stranger danger, you know, <laughs> when I was a kid. So I'm sitting there thinking, there's no way I'm going to do this. And the guy points at me and he goes, Tim, you got 10 pounds of crap in a five pound bag. And if you ever want to be healthy, truly healthy, you have to clean it up. And I'm like, okay, sounds good, dude, but I ain't doing it. Well, then he was smart. He brought out videos of colonoscopies, four people, three that were unhealthy and one that had been on this Hippocrates lifestyle, eating all these fresh foods and sprouts and juices and stuff. Well, the first person was a 24-year-old female with Hashimoto's, it's a thyroid disorder, and a thrush, a yeast infection. Now, guess what? Inside of her colon, it was all yellow and white and weird looking. 
and that was the yeast infection, right? And this this girl felt terrible. She had a horrible quality of life. Then they went to a 65-year-old male with colon cancer and parasites, and inside of his colon was black like tar and brown. Now, you expect brown in there because that's you know, the waste, waste removal system. It's poop coming out, right? No big deal. But then, then the white worms were crawling around. And I'm just like, whoa. I mean, I never seen anything like that before. Now I'm freaked out. And the doctor turns around and he says, hey, look, this is not a third. Parasites are not a third world affair. Easily over 50% of you have parasites. And we're not talking about these tapeworms and hookworms and pinworms that you can see in these videos. We're talking about microscopic parasites that live in your blood and your fat and your muscle tissue. And they are eating your food. They are drinking your drink and they are urinating and defecating in you and laying thousands of eggs and creating much more acid in the body. And this is why you're not feeling good. This is why you're tired. This is why your joints hurt. This is why you have autoimmune disorders. You are over acid. Your body needs to be alkaline. And I was like, oh my God. Then they went to a 45 year old female with breast cancer and like uh, colitis or Crohn's or something. Her, her gut was all jacked up inside her colon, black, nasty, whatever. And I'm just like, Okay, then they flip over to these. Now, this is the person who's been on the Hippocrates lifestyle for a few years. Now, there was waste matter in there, the brown stuff, but guess what? The lining of the, uh, the, the colon, I could see the, the, it was pink and the blood and the terrain was completely different. And that's when I got it. It was like, I was like, oh my God, it's an inside job. I said, my gut, my, my organs probably looked like those first three people because all the foods and the way that stress and stuff that they were talking about, I'm like, that was my lifestyle. I, my colon is probably worse than all of these. Like the way I eat the donuts and the cakes and the candies and the lasagnas and the meats and the freaking hot dogs. And just, uh, I was just like Garfield. I was eating all this food. And one of the reasons I was eating all this food is because I had emotional issues that I didn't know I had and I wasn't dealing with. And number two, the foods are loaded with these toxic chemicals that are like flavor enhancers that are just like crack cocaine that they put in the food today. And number three, I learned that the soil's farmed out. 85% of the soil is like the nutrients are gone. So even if you're eating organic, which is great, you're still running around in 15% fuel. You, you're not like, uh, imagine what's going to happen when you get 100%. Like that's what's happened to me. So I learned all this stuff. So the next day I signed up for the colon hydrotherapy thing, freaked out, but I'm like more freaked out about the worms and stuff. So I go in there, they weigh me, I do the colon hydrotherapy, they weigh me again and I come out. And I dropped 10 pounds of impacted fecal material in one one hour session, right? So the next day, um, and, and you know, I, I started, I was going through these detox symptoms. I had night sweats. I was irritable. I had a metallic taste coming out of my tongue as heavy metals were exiting my body. And remember, I went off like the standard American diet, right? To eat like a chipmunk and putting the green juices and wheatgrass and alkalized water and all these things that they had there. And um, my body, they started changing the internal terrain. So this is why these parasites leave. Because if your body's all acid and you start changing it to alkaline and high oxygen, they pack their bags and leaves. It's like, you know, imagine like uh, the sun just shifting up onto the ice caps and it's 90 degrees. The polar bears and the penguins are going to pack their bags. Like, We're out of here. We're going to somewhere else where it's colder. It's more conducive environment for us. Viruses, bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus, parasites, mutagens, cancers, these things packed their bags and they were exiting our body. And that's why we were getting this called it's a Hertz reaction or detox symptoms. They called it doing surgery without a knife at the mm -hmm. institute and that's what we were doing i didn't have it as bad as some people though some people had rashes breaking out on their arms their face all over their body some people had parasites literally you'd see them a lady had a parasite crawling out of her eye at lunch i saw it i was like uh you have a parasite crawling out your eye she's like oh my god i'm like don't get it in your salad and you know you, you, this was like a common thing happening at this place but what was happening was people were healing and healing and healing and nobody most people do not like public speaking they don't want to do it 
But at Hippocrates, every Friday, there's a graduation and every single person would get up and tell their story. And most of them would never get up in front of people and talk. But it was so inclusive. They made you feel like so much like a family. We're all just going through this stuff together and these healing journeys. And you go there and you see these other people. Um, they're farther along the journey. You see people come there that are really sick. And you're like, I don't think they're going to make it. You know, it's like there's, there's a lot of sick folks out there. But these people would get up and they would tell their stories open hearted. And it was just uh, it was just a blessing to be a part of this whole thing and watch all these people transform. So long story short, um, at the end of the deal, I looked at Charles and I was like, dude, you feel as good as I do. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, dude, we have discovered the fountain of youth. Like this isn't some woo woo thing. This is like literally the mythological fountain of youth people are looking for. It's this. It's cleaning up the body, learning about the body, because it wasn't just like do this, do that, eat this, eat that. It was a school. They gave us 40 hours of education a week. So we got to basically get a re-education camp and of like how to live with nature and plug yourself back into nature because you are nature. And guess what? Everybody responds like everybody was getting better. And I said, dude, my arms are tingling. My brains, I've lost 11 pounds in seven days. I'm like, I feel amazing. I said, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to give up all meat except for bacon. We're going to go home. We're going to juice. We're going to do this stuff, and you're going to freaking heal cancer. I know it, and that's exactly what we did. We went back. He had a great attitude. We started juicing, wheatgrass, did all that things, and in two and a half years, my friend was free of his cancer, no chemo, no radiation, no surgery right in front of my face, and he was able to watch his son graduate high school. Then he went on to father-son weekend in you know, college, which was part of his goals, and his son just sold him, uh, sold him a house. His son's a real estate agent now. So he's alive. Uh, we're both playing guitar now. And um, he went from bankruptcy and cancer to he's got a successful business. He's alive. Um, he's, he's a dad and um, he's just doing a good. He's doing really good. And for me, I lost all the weight, elbows healed up, knee healed up. And I, I just I've been telling everybody about this stuff ever since. I love all of this. You said so many things there that um, definitely resonate with me and that I've talked about. I, I know recently I didn't really ever tap into the parasite thing. I have been much into gut health and all of that stuff and gotten deeper and deeper. And then I started realizing about the parasites. And so I started actually learning. You can identify that also via lab work and I'm a huge lab work buff. And it was something I had overlooked on all of my clients for so long. Which and, lab do you use? Um, so if you use life extension, okay, they have an amazing panel called the comprehensive weight loss panel. I believe it is okay. uh, incredible panel. It covers all of the major things, but the things I were, I was overlooking was actually some of the basic things, you know, like neutrophils, lymphocytes, eosinophils, all of the things. And, and I realized that I had been overlooking a lot through basic things that everybody gets. So mm -hmm. I do think we need the whole, all the pieces of the puzzle when we do that stuff. But I started realizing when I went back and looked at all these people's labs, like how many parasites I had probably missed down along the road and along the journey. So I find it interesting that you bring that up. Um, and then well, the it's, it's really important because I was doing all this other stuff with clients and then there would be some of them that just, they, they were getting better, but they just couldn't quite heal. And, you know, there was many different things, you know, sometimes they would have uh, a root canal. And every single time root canals are, oh, it's not even bothering me, whatever. Every time they pulled it out, infected. Systemic infection, 24-7 lowering the immune system. Or they might have cavitation where they had their wisdom teeth pulled out and a little ligament was left in there and it created a pocket. And it was, and most dentists don't even know how to read the films to even see it. There's only like five or maybe 10 of them in the States that know to go to a specialist. And then they do a special 
you know, surgery to get it cleaned up and stuff that put ozone and stuff in there. And I've seen that work for a lady that was sicker and a dog. She was doing everything, the sprout and the song, I mean, the whole lifestyle. And then when she found out she had cavitations in every single pocket where she had her wisdom teeth pulled hmm. four major surgeries. And when the last surgery happened, boom, the color came back in her face and she started healing. Right. We had another yeah. gal that had a metal bladder sling in her. And I'm like, you got to get that out. I had another gal that had um, breast implants. And she was, she had done so much work, so much work. And I finally, I said, Carolyn, you have breast implants. And she's like, yeah, how did you know? And I'm like, well, you're a little gal and your boobs are big. Right. So yeah. um, here's a book. And I did the research for it. It was called um, the naked truth about breast implants by Dr. Susan Cole. It's out of Atlanta. She's like the top specialist removing these implants from people. And guess what? They went and did, she didn't want to do it, but she, she did the homework. And then she's like, Oh, I got to do this. And she did it, and not only were they were leaking, but they had leaked into the lymph nodes, so they had to remove lymph nodes too. She had those breast implants in there for 18 years. Putting in a breast implant is like a permanent sliver in the body, and your body's creating a 24-7 infection and dealing with it, right? So it's stuff like this that I've learned, and I've also learned that it's parasites, it's viruses and bacteria and mold and yeast like candida that are out of control, and sometimes you got to knock those things back, boost the immune system up, and then once you get your body back in balance, then you're fine, and then they're always there, but you need that. They need to be in a certain balance. Right. And then like you even brought up, I mean, there's so many things here that we could totally jump down these rabbit holes, but you brought up like the die off reaction, right? I mean, people I feel like are chronically infected with also not only parasites, but bacterial overgrowth. And that comes back to the, all of these PPIs, which for to that's like uh, acid reducers, like omeprazole, Prilosec, um, all that kind of stuff. The, the doctors are constantly pushing these, right? You're like, I have indigestion or I have something going on. And I swear they even push those things. If you don't have any of that going on, right. Uh, you could say yeah. I have an upset stomach and they're like, Oh, here, have some Prilosec, but we don't realize. And I just had this conversation with a client the other day that when we're, we need to have a certain environment within our gut, that's a certain pH in order to have the correct bacteria in order to digest our food correctly. And when you are killing all of that off with these acid reducers, you're allowing all of these things to grow that shouldn't be growing in your gut microbiome. And so when you brought that up, so a big common thing that I see in a lot of people is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, also known as SIBO. And when you start to address that, sometimes people have the worst detox symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. Diarrhea, cramping, mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. And yeah. it, it's like, it really is the epicenter. Like, and what I learned at the Institute was, is like, like cancer is actually easier for someone to, to, to rein in than the gut issues because the, the epicenter is already compromised, right? So if you have Crohn's or colitis or diverticulitis, it takes a little bit longer to heal those up. That's not that you can't have a better quality of life along the way. Obviously you did. Like my buddy Charles, like he wasn't even technically cancer free. And we started, it was his idea, not mine, but we ran a marathon and we trained with a uh, lymph lymphoma leukemia society team in training. And they were just really supportive people. Um, and we'd go out and train twice a week and they'd set up all the, the routes and everything. And they had people that were stations. It was really cool. But um, I noticed that he, um, it was really interesting. We had a, we'd have a, we'd have a banquet and everybody bring food and stuff. And I'm sitting there looking on the table. Now that I had this new knowledge, I'm like, wow, like everything they, everybody has here is the reason why people have cancer. Like they don't even know it. Like, it's like you have to become an intelligent system. Okay. And an intelligent system is different than an open or AKA dumb system. Right. 
has the same components as an open system or dumb system, but it has five more. One of them is a sensor. It senses what's going on. It's like a thermostat, right? If you want to be at, you know, 75 degrees in the house, then the sensor is going to sense it. And if somebody opens the window and all of a sudden it's 69 degrees, the sensor is going to say, hey, it's 69. It's going to send that information to the controller, which is you. And then the controller makes a decision on what to do. Well, it's going to kick on the, the electricity and turn on the heater, right? And because you have a goal and the goal's 75 degrees and it's 69. And once it brings it up to there, it's going to sense it's at 75 and it sends it to the controller and it shuts it off. So we have to be smart systems and understand that the inputs are going to dictate our output. So what are your inputs? Like how, how's your relationships working, right? What are the inputs you're getting and feedback that you're giving and getting back from your spouse and the people in your life, the kids and all that stuff. What do you have a smart meter outside of your house? And, you know, that's 2.4 gigahertz. It's like having a microwave oven blasting 24 seven. What are you doing to mitigate that? You know um, what else is in your, you know, in, in your environment and stuff like that. So Anyway, there's, I mean, we could talk about this stuff for, for, for hours and hours, but you know, was there, was there any, uh, anything else did you want to get back on to? Cause I, I go down rabbit holes too. Well, so let's I, jump on the, um, the umbilical cord <laughs> stuff because yeah, I find that super, get back to that. Yeah. I find that super interesting. Yeah. So the umbilical cord blood is really important because it, you know, people have to understand how polluted it is today. Right. So if you go 1500 miles into the interior into pristine lakes, you're going to see that the, the two and two and a half inch fish today have both male and female organs. They're turning into hermaphrodites. Why? Because of the high amounts of estrogen mimicking plast microplastics that are in the water today. You know, 74% of rainwater has glyphosate in it, which is the main ingredient roundup. It's an herbicide. Now you, if you go to like my mom and dad's house, they got the TV going a lot and the commercials there every once in a while, this, attorney firm pays thousands of dollars. I said, if you've been exposed to glyphosate, the main ingredient roundup, you may be entitled to compensation. If you've developed lymphoma cancer, please contact the XYZ law company today. And those things are running 24 seven. So they put a bunch of money off to the side to pay out these people that have been damaged from, from roundup. Yet you can still go down to your local garden center and purchase that today and spray it on your lawn around your place, get it on your shoes, track it in and, and give cancer to yourself and your kids and your dog. I mean, that's just where we're at today. It's like bizarro world. It is unbelievable what's going on. So everything's polluted today. That's why for us to have a chemical-free life, we have to focus on our inputs. We have to become intelligent systems. What's the number one nutrient that we need as humans? Well, it's oxygen because without it, you're dead in four to seven minutes. So it's kind of an important one, right? So how many breaths do you take a day? About 20,000 on average. That's a major input. It's a really big input. What's the quality of the air you're breathing? That is a very important question to ask. A very important question. Because if you're going to take a breath tomorrow and two weeks from now and hopefully 20 years from now, um, don't you want it to be clean? I mean, so many people like to go on vacations. They go to the beach and they go to the woods. And they're like, oh, my God, this air is amazing because it's nature and it's full of negative ions and it's cleaning the air. Well, why don't you do that to your home? Most people don't realize that your home's a 100 times more polluted than L.A., it's bad. Like if you have if you have carpet in your house and it's not natural fibers, that came from crude oil. It was manufactured with 3000 chemicals and it is off gassing formaldehyde. You and your children and your family are breathing in formaldehyde 24 seven. If you have carpets in the home, um, if you've painted your house, those paints take four and a half years to cure. So we're pregnant. Woo. They have a party. We have the baby shower. Honey, let's it's a girl. Let's paint the room pink. Okay. You paint it pink. The baby comes home for four and a half years. That baby's breathing in toxic chemicals. 
for four and a half years. We don't think about this stuff. Nobody's talking about it. You just think it's okay because everybody else is doing it. Nobody's saying nothing. Right, more and more chemical sensitivities are happening. Our particle boards are off-gassing, especially in the summer. The glues that put them together in your home. These energy-efficient homes are like chemical coffins because they don't allow airflow. An old, an open old-ass home that has some cracks in it is much better. So we teach people to crack your freaking windows, get air moving through that house. Number one, number two, get yourself an air purification system and start cleaning up your air. And, you know, we do that kind of stuff. We do the research on that stuff. And then we show people like which air filter to get, how to purify. And then the next thing is water. Okay. So number two is water because your body's mostly made of it. Without it, you're dead in 11 days. So you're going to drink some water today, tomorrow, next week, 20 years from now. Let's get our water right. And all the water is polluted today. And that's why we believe that you should purify your water. I believe it should be triple purified. But if you live on city tap water, you have to take another step. This is not negotiable from what I've seen. Your water in these high-pressure city pipes has been coagulated. So instead of four or five in a cluster, they're like 20 to 25. What does that mean to you? That means that your intestinal lining is only so big. Look at it like a chain-link fence. High-pressure piped water in a city is like bowling balls. It won't go through the intestinal lining that well. It will help to drink more water, but not what it could be. By restructuring that water, it makes it like sand, and you throw sand through a chain-link fence, most of it goes right through. That's what it'll do for you. When you start drinking purified and restructured water, if you're on city tap water, your life will change. I mean, it will change very quickly. The, the water will start going into the blood and get into the cells and get into your lymphatic system. And the lubricant of life will be flowing through every orifice of your life the way it's supposed to. And I, I, it took me, you know, I started this journey January of 2011. It wasn't until fall of 2018 when I finally figured out about structured water. It took me, you know, seven years. So I'm downloading that right now. This is a big, this is a big takeaway right here um, for if you're on city tap water. So you change just those two inputs, your air and your water. Whoa, you're going to get freaking healthy. You're going to feel amazing. Then the next one is sleep, then food, you know, and so in sunshine, we go on down the road. But so some of these, it's the inputs. We have to become intelligent systems. We have to have first person experience. We have to experiment. We have to try things. Hey, I'm going to listen to what Tim said. I'm going to try that out. Didn't work for me. Okay, I'm going to try that other thing he said. Oh, it worked. I'm going to keep it. Now that becomes part of your lifestyle. And then you add something else in. You add something else in. And by doing this add and release method, you keep adding things in. You start feeling better. The bad things will just give you up. You don't have to quit. That's, that's how we do it. Because if you have to quit something, you want to hold on to it more. And typically, the only people that will let go of things are the ones that have the stage four cancers because their back's against the wall and they have a gun to their head. So they're willing to make some radical change like right now. What do I need to do? Stop eating sugar. Okay, I'm done. You know, isn't that a coincidence? Because this is what I find <clears throat> most frequently. We have this person four years ago. They see you changing the way that you live. Like they see you doing all this stuff and they mock you for it. They're like, Hey, haha, that's funny. My doctor says I'm healthy as a horse and I feel fine. The keyword fine. Then these things manifest over time. So yeah, you might feel fine, but then you're not putting in the time and effort to make sure your future self is also fine. And so as these things build up, then next thing you know, down the road, that person is gone because of something that happened or they're really sick. Yeah, they get stage or, three rectal cancer. I happened to a buddy of mine. Yeah, well, and that's what I was going to say is like- you He was like, fit. He was fit. He had like six-pack abs ripped, but 80% mm -hmm. of people's digestive tract is messed up. They can't see it. I can well, tell right. by the skin. 
And even some of the, the fitness professionals, these people that, that everybody sees what they're doing and what they're accomplishing, but some of these people are the sickest people of all. Yeah. The stress, the overexercise, all of these things. Right. But, but the, I want to reverse just a little bit on this because it, this all can seem very overwhelming. I mean, when I started my health journey, it was very overwhelming, but I knew that something needed to change and I needed to start somewhere. And so just starting somewhere is an important part of this um, because it, it can just be a really overwhelming thing. And then also yeah. I tried that. How long did you try it for though? Did you try it for a day or a week? Because making a solid change takes time and it takes more than a day or a week or a month. It takes more time than that. So you have to put a solid effort in before saying, okay, this wasn't for me and I'm going to move on to the next thing. Yeah. It's, it's really about a, you know, when, if you're, if you're not where you want to be with your health, it's really simple. You, you're just not making health a priority. That's it. Once you make health a priority, it'll happen. You'll figure it out. You are a very intelligent person. Like you, you can figure it out. And there's now things are changing. Like there's, you know, people like yourself and myself that have been through this journey. And for me, I just got so inspired about the whole thing. And honestly, I was a little pissed off that I felt like I was duped like all these years. Like, cause I thought if you go to the grocery store, there, you know, the F FDA was like protecting you. And like, I pay money, tax money to these government agencies to take care of me. And I'm like, then I started researching all these ingredients in the foods. And I'm like, you go into a healthy, really good health food store, 85% of the stuff on the shelves, I will not consume. And I can show you line by line, item by item, ingredient by ingredient, you know, something like natural flavors is an example. Like you're a young mom. You look down, you're trying to do good for you and your family. You look down, it's like, oh, natural flavors. Oh, that's pretty good. Well, guess what I found out? For 70 years, natural flavors means that it could be 10% natural. 90% could be chemical. That's the law. That's how it's written. So that's that's trickery. That's not right. It says natural. It's not. It's like it could be 90% chemical. It was like when I was in the financial services industry, when I'd review people's like mutual funds. And it would say, I'd say, do you know what you're paying, what fee you're paying and stuff like that? And they're like, no. And then we have to look through this prospectus. And on page 134, it would say, your fee for this, just one of the fees will be, be it will be between zero and 4%. Zero and four. Oh, okay. And then we'd call them up, call them up on the phone and reference that. And I put the client on with me. And I was like, well, how much, what's the fee are they paying? Guess what it was every time? 4%. It was always at the top. It was at the highest one. It says zero to four. They're always paying more. You add up all those fees. It's, it's, they're, it's, they're not disclosing it. Okay. It's not right. And they bury it and they do the same thing in the food industry. That's why the key to health is fresh food and even better growing your own. I grow about 60, 70% of the food I eat. I know that sounds crazy. And maybe you don't have time for that in the beginning, but you, you know, you either invest in yourself now or, you know, our, our choices have consequences, right? And some people are walking around, like you said, they're like, oh, I'm fine. I feel good. I'm like, no, you don't understand how good you can feel. You really don't. You have no idea how freaking good you can feel. Give me 90 days. Give me freaking 90 days. I'll give you a, a hint of what you can feel like. And then usually they'll never go back. They'll never go back. Because I've been on this journey for 11 years, and I keep discovering things that take my health up another level, another level. And I learn another thing. It takes me up another level, another level. And I've been stacking this stuff for 11 years. So I'm open-minded because what else do I not know that could help me that I could then share with other people? You have to be an open book. You have to have... Uh, and a good attitude, and you have to 
put your health as a priority because I, I mean, this is the vehicle that's going to do everything. It's like, it's going to take you to work. It's going to make love to somebody. It's going to pet dogs and cats and you're going to be able to hike up a trail or you want to be like putting Velcro shoes on when you get older and you can't, you can't even bend over and you drop something that takes you two minutes just to pick it up where, I mean, I can just drop down and, you know, there's people out there that are examples like this, you know, that they're in Gabriel cousins is one. Um, he's in his eighties, a medical doctor. He was a football player back in the day. That dude can do like 30 pull-ups. He's 80. And when he was 77, I think he did like 300 push-ups or 200 push-ups or something. He's very, he bent over, he was out, they show filming, he was out in the dirt and he, he was bending over and moving stuff like a 20 year old, a healthy 20 year old. There's examples out there. This isn't like, oh, you're getting older. That's crap. Your body is a self-regenerating mechanism. It all depends on the inputs that you put into it and your attitude. If you change that, you can change. You, you will vibrate out of the life that you have. You have a whole new life. Everything will change around you. It's pretty amazing. I love all of this, Tim. It's been so great. Um, let's dive down some supplement stuff because I know you guys do have your own line and I would like you to talk about that a little bit before we get off the show. Sure. Well, supplements is like, um, I had no idea I was ever going to get into it because I started a coaching company and out of frustration, I started a supplement company because what happened was I, I do all this research like I did with the foods and the drinks and I started researching supplementation and, um, I know I needed it. Supplementation today is not a luxury. It's, it's a necessity because we have to counterbalance the pollution and, and the, the degradation of nutrients and stuff like that. And it's just to bring you back to where you should be in nature. So I do all this research and I find this product and then I tell all my co coaching students about it and they buy it. And then six months later, I looked and I was like, xanthan gum. I'm like, what the hell is that? And I look it up. It's mutated corn syrup fermented in bacteria. I was like, what? And I'm like, I'm out of here. And I had to call all my clients up and say, get a refund. They changed the ingredients on us. I don't know what's going on. And then I have to do this research and do another one. So I ended up starting a supplement line. We got Dr. Scott Treadway, our formulator. He's been, he's awesome. He's like my I love the guy. He's like a mentor. Uh, he's like my another dad to me. Um, we just resonated. And I was one of the first people that actually allows him to make the formulas completely natural because he's one of the top uh, formulators for 17 of the top supplement companies out there. And he makes formulas and then they take that and then they just always tweak it and switch and they put a few chemicals in. That's just what they do because it's about the bottom line and stuff like that, even though there's some still good stuff in there. So, um, so anyway, um, I started, we started off with a green powder because I, I basically healed myself of, from, by juicing twice a day. And I wanted something convenient for people because I sold a lot of juicers. I had over 5,500 people to my home teaching these raw food, juicing, dinner, detox classes. And so I sold a lot of juicers for these juicing companies. But the problem was, is nine out of 10 people, that Dan juicer would be in, under the cover in a month or two or three. Why? Because it was too expensive. Um, they didn't have the time to do it, or they just didn't want to clean the damn juicer. That was the common responses. So we created this product as close to juicing as possible. People just have to experience called green 85. It actually replaces the 85% of nutrients missing in the soil. So that was our first product. And we rolled out all these products. I've got a gut detox product to clean up the gut. We have a toxin detox product to purify the blood, fat, and muscle tissue of all those heavy metals, radiation, and pollution, the chemicals we were talking about. We have probiotics and enzymes and blah, blah, blah. So we have rolled out a line of products that is completely natural. So here's how you look at the supplement industry. 92% of the supplements in the market are synthetic. These are acid-based, made in a lab. Your body is carbon-based. Acid and carbon don't go together, okay? It's just not going to work. 85% of the supplements in the market are owned by pharmaceutical companies. Think about that. That's a lot. 
right? And they wrap a label on it that says, you know, oh, there's a picture of a woman dancing in flowers in Colorado. And I have this natural supplement and it's a synthetic and it's owned by a pharmaceutical company. Okay, so only the ones that you want are the 8% that's left, the whole food or food-based herbal supplements. That's what you want. But you have to be careful because they some of them they blend. Like it'll be part food-based herbal and then part synthetic. Easiest way to look, if you have a multivitamin as an example, pull out your multivitamin and look at it. If it says vitamin C and in parentheses behind it, ascorbic acid, you have a synthetic in that formula. Even if down below it says acidophilus and lactobacillus acidophilus, or it has, um, you know, a bromelain for a, a, an enzyme, or it's got uh, chaga in there as a mushroom, um, it's got a synthetic in it. But even if it doesn't, even if it doesn't, there's these things called other ingredients. These are called excipients, binders, fillers, and flow agents. So what are those? Well, these things help, um, as an example, if they make a synthetic, it's not going to fill up a capsule. Americans especially are not going to want to buy an empty capsule. It's like, my capsule's empty. Where is it? I've been ripped off. I've been cheated. So they fill it up. That's a filler. And what do they fill it up with? Magnesium stearate, which completely cancels out absorption of nutrients. That's a genius product to put in something you're trying to absorb. Um, how about number two, silicon dioxide, a level three toxin on the EPA's toxin list. Check your labels, people. It's in most supplements. Or a dicalcium phosphate. All of these things are not good for human ingestion. But because some agency says in small amounts it is and you're taking it, I don't think so. To me, that's like having an award-winning brownie recipe, but there's cat poop in it. Do you want to eat the brownies? I don't, but they'd probably be healthier than what's in these supplements, right? A level three toxin is in many supplements. Silicon dioxide, look it up. That's why if you look on our labels, I don't know if this will show or if this this um, you see yeah it, says, it did come yep it did come I in. put it in big letters in red on our below our ingredients no magnesium stearate no silicon dioxide no dicalcium phosphate why because I want people to go well that's in red it says no that must be bad I want them to go look at their labels right so I've already helped twelve other uh, <laughs> supplement companies get their act cleaned up and a lot of these owners they're good people they just didn't know mm -hmm. they send the stuff you can have a great formula like me. Great product, but then you send it off to a lab to manufacture it or a, a distribution plate, not distribution, but a manufacturing lab. And guess what? They, if you have raw materials, they will tend to cake up the, 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 the machine that encapsulates, it's called an encapsulation machine. So they put the uh, flow agents like silicon dioxide so it'll flow through the encapsulation machine and it won't gum up for speed of production. Well, that's great for their bottom line, but it's not good for your health. And I don't care what anybody says. I won't put cat poop in my brownie. And I don't want these harmful excipients, these binders, fillers, and flow agents in my freaking good formula that I work mm -hmm. really hard. And we, we source these ingredients all over the world. We bring them in and we do it right. And then to send it off and put some crap in it, it's silly, right? And I don't know why people aren't paying attention to this. The attention to detail in the supplement industry is, is, is not good. So in our coaching program, we do supplement reviews for people. We go through all their supplements, clean everything up, and give them different options. And sometimes we have to go to other companies. And I know other companies that have good products now. I've been studying this for like 11 years. Now, some of them might have 20 products, and three of them are good. And we'll show you which ones those are and which ones you can use. And keep an eye on them because if they get bought by Nestle or Procter & Gamble, they're probably going to switch the ingredients, and they won't even have to tell, the, tell you on the labels. And that's where we're at. It, it even gets worse, Connie, because – some of these big, especially in the grocery stores, I will not say who they are because I'll get sued, 
but they take up a lot of shelf space. They're organic, you think, but what they do is they're getting around this. Yeast is a natural occurring substance. They force feed the yeast a synthetic, and somehow the yeast converts that synthetic into a naturally occurring substance? No, it's not. It's a synthetic that was force fed into a yeast, and that's how they're getting around it. So you can have an organic supplement, raw food herbal, and some of the stuff in there is good, but some of it's synthetic, and they don't even have to put it on the label today. That's where we're at. So for me, what I had to learn was like, I don't trust anybody. Like I'm, I'm just going to make this stuff myself because I need this stuff for my own health. I realized that the supplements, the detox and nutrition products were a, a core component to me having a healthy life and be able to wake up and feel good. And I wanted to be able to control that. And there's many other things. I mean, the supplements are just one part of our toolkit. Um, you know, th other things are just as important, like chewing your food into liquefied. Okay, that is a habit that everybody should be doing and it's monumental, right? Chewing your food into liquefied. So there's many other things to learn in this lifestyle or things that you might know, but you're just not doing. And then you stack them all together and that's how you boost your immune system and how you get that quality of life you're looking for. So right, that's, right. that's kind of the supplement industry. But, you know, the last thing I would say is like, how do you know if you have a whole food supplement? Well, if it says vitamin C as an example, in parentheses behind it, it should name the source. It should say from the Arceola cherry or from the Camu Camu berry or from the Amla berry. And then, you know, you have a whole food source. So you have to learn this stuff. And if not, then you have people like me that have been geeking out on it and I can educate you quickly. Right. And so you can move on and do what you need to do. Right. So we usually try to build a, we build up trust with people over time. You know, they usually come in and like, who is, cause there's a lot of scammers out there and, and, and then they try the products or, some advice we give them. And then if it works, then they stick with it. And then they, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? And then before too long, they're just like, whatever we say, they just go do it and they try it because, you know, nine times out of 10, it will work for them. I love all of this. Well, this has been an amazing podcast, tons of pearls here for the listeners to take away. If everybody wants to go and look you up and find you and look up your supplement line, how do they do that? Uh, just go to our website. Um, oh, and I want to mention uh, my shirt. It says love when you poop. I love that. I saw that. I was admiring <laughs> it, it actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, pooping was a painful process for me. But anyway, I, we're not afraid to talk about bowel movements over here because it's really important. People All right. Know that so if you guys want to, if you want to check us out, there's a lot of free information. I have a podcast called the health hero show. Um, I highly recommend um, episode 38 with gastro girl because we talked about colon hydrotherapy earlier. And if you guys are going to go online and look it up, um, they're going to try to scare you online away from it. So we debunk everything. Uh, she is AKA gastro girl saving one colon at a time. And, uh, she's done, she's an act one certified, uh, instructor level, uh, colon hydrotherapist that's performed over 20,000 of these. So she has two clinics, one in Taos, New Mexico. So if you're listening and you're around there or Portland, Oregon, you can go to, uh, uh, colon care. But anyway, we debunked that. Episode 61 is really good. We get into detail on the powerful infrared saunas. I, I actually discovered one, Connie, that's I've been a sauna dealer for like nine years. And in 10 minutes in this little tiny sauna, I sold my $5,400 unit. And I you couldn't imagine the amount of heavy metals that have poured out of my body for five months after I got into this new technology. They actually broke a natural law. So when I find stuff like this, we have a lot of free education like that through the show. Um, and then our websites, where to go chemicalfreebody.com. That's the best place to get in touch with us. The podcast is actually there too. And, um, if people want to try products, I would go to the products tab. We have a lot of them. So I'd probably go to savings bundles, scroll down on that tab and you can get a discount there. 
You could start with a jumpstart bundle or you could do the total energy and detox bundle, which is what I do on a monthly basis. Plus I take my, that breakthrough turmeric product I was telling you about earlier before the show. Um, or pick a bundle in the, in the middle that, you know, fits your budget or your goals. And then at checkout, if you guys put in the code FFFM for fit farming food mom, you get an additional 5%. So we've got, thanks to Connie here, we've got, you guys can get a double discount. So put in FFFM at checkout, get the double discount. And we have a double your money back guarantee on all of our products. That's how much I believe in them. And if something doesn't work, call us. You get on the phone with myself or another coach and we will, we will refund your money, but we'll find you another solution that works for you. Cause you know, one to 2% of people have weird allergic reactions to an ingredient or two, or it's just, they could be counterintuitive. I mean, some people drink coffee and they get sleepy. It's just, you know, everybody's different. We don't believe in one size fits all medicine. It's the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Um, and food is medicine and our products are concentrated foods and herbs. So, um, yeah. And if we can help people, I mean, I just want people to wake up and feel good. I want them to put themselves first. I want them to become their own doctor. I want you to learn how to self-heal because what's so cool is like, I didn't know any of this stuff. Like 11 years ago, dunce. I didn't know nothing, but I got thrown into it and I just started getting results. And I'm like, what else do I not know? What are they all not telling me? And now I've got the satisfaction of knowing that I did it myself and I don't live in fear anymore. I'm not worried about colds and viruses and flus or any of that stuff because my I don't get sick anymore and I used to cough up hack up stuff and have sore throats it's been years I don't miss that at all I love I love waking up and feeling good every single freaking day and uh, that's what I want for the listeners I love all of this well Tim it has been a pleasure you've been a great guest hopefully I'll have you on in the future with some new stuff because I know you have some things brewing and I certainly appreciate your time oh my pleasure my pleasure thank you for having me on Connie well, thanks for tuning in. For further information about me and my programs, as well as free recipes and other health tips, please visit www.connynightingale.com or find me on Instagram at ConnieBegani. I want to remind you that any opinions or views expressed in this podcast are their own and that they are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any illness or condition. This show is not intended to replace your regular health care. Please consult with your current primary care provider before changing any of your diet, exercise, or medical protocols. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you next time.